जय राधमाधवाहारी जय राधा माधवा कुंजाविहारी गोपीजनावल्लभ गिरीवारधारी गोपीजनावल्लभ गिरीवारधारी यशोदनंदनजनरंजन यशोदनंदनजनरंजन यमुनतीरा वनचारीमनातीर वनचारी जय राधा माधवा विहारी जय राधा माधवा कुंज विहारी हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे 
Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare. Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Jaya Radha Kalachanji Radha Kalachanji Radha Jaya Prabhupada Jaya Prabhupada Prabhupada Jaya Prabhupada Jaya Mishupad Paramahansa Paripajakacharya Stoutra Sata Shri Srimadhi's Divine Grace Abhacharnara Vinda Bhakti Vedanta Swami Srila Prabhupada Ki Jaya Jaya Mishupad Paramahansa Paripajakacharya Stoutra Sata Shri Srimadhi's Divine Grace Bhakti Siddhanta Sati Gosar Maharaj Ki Jaya Ananta Kuti Vaishya Vrinda Ki Jaya Namacharya Silharidashtakutiya Ram Sakaho Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Advait Gadadar Srivasadi Gaura Bhakta Vrindakiya Sri Radha Krishna Gopa Gopinath Shyam Kun Radha Kun Giri Govardhan Vrindavan Dhamma Kijaya Mahapurnava Deepa Dhamma Kijaya Jagannatha Puri Dhamma Yoga Nath Swami Kija.
गंगामयी की जय जमुनामयी की जय भक्ति देवी की जय तुलसी महारानी की जय हरि नाम संकीर्तन की संकीर्तन यज्ञ की जय हरे कृष्ण महामंत्र की श्रीमद भागवतम महाग्रंथ की जय समावेत भक्त वृंद की और ग्लोरी टू संबल डिबोटी ग्लोरी टू संबल डिबोटी और ग्लोरी टू संबल और ग्लोरी टू श्री गुरु श्री गौरांग और ग्लोरी टू श्री ला प्रभुपाद वेरी हैप्पी टू बी बैक हियर इन आवर इटरनल होम श्री श्री राधा कालाचंद जी भगवान शेल्टर ऑफ द लॉर्ड थैंक यू वेरी मच ऑल द नाइस वंडरफुल डिवोटीज We are studying from Shrimad Bhagavatam today. Canto one, chapter fifteen, text number forty. <coughs> Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. ओम नमो भगवती वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय श्रीमद भागवतम कैंटो वन चैप्टर फिफ्टीन टेक्स्ट नंबर फोर्टी विसृज विसृज्य तूकुलवलयादिक दूकुलवलयादिक निर्मो निरहकार निर्मो निरहकार संछिन्ना शेषबंदना संछिन्ना बंदना विसृज्य तत्रवलयादिक निर्मो निरहकार संछिन्ना शेषबंदना विसृज्य तत्रवलयादिक निर्मो निरहकार संछिन्नाशेषबंदन विसृज्य तत्रवलयादिक निर्मो निरहकार संचिनाशेषबंदना विसृज्य रेलिंक्विशिंग तत्र ऑल दोज 
तट दैट सर्वम एवरीथिंग डुकुल बेल्ट वलय आदिकम एंड बेंगल्स निर्मम अनइंटरेस्टेड निरहंकार अनअटैच्ड संचिन्न परफेक्टली कट ऑफ अशेष वंदना अनलिमिटेड अटैचमेंट ट्रांसलेशन महाराजा युधिष्ठिरा at once relinquished all his garments belt and ornaments of the royal order and became completely disinterested and unattached to everything please repeat maharaj yudhishthir at once relinquished all his garments belt and ornaments of the royal order and became completely disinterested <coughs> and unattached to everything so this is the description of maharaj yudhishthir and pandavas after lord krishna left the planet what happened to them so there are a few very important teachings here that we can try to learn today from this behavior of maharaj yudhishthir what is there to learn what will help us in our devotional service that we have to try to find out and chela prabhupada is explaining very nicely what is the important thing to learn purport by chela prabhupada to become purified of material contamination is the necessary qualification for becoming one of the associates of the lord <clears throat> so the first sentence prabhupada is clarifying becoming purified of material contamination without that you cannot become associate no one can become an associate of the lord or can go back to godhead without such purification maharaj yudhishthir therefore to become spiritually pure at once gave up his royal opulence relinquishing his royal dress and garments the kashaya or saffron loin cloth of a sanyasi indicates <coughs> freedom from all attractive material garments and thus he changed his dress accordingly so maharaj yudhishthir gave up all his royal paraphernalia and he took up the kashaya saffron loin cloth
And thus he changed his dress accordingly. He became disinterested in his kingdom and family, and thus became free from all material contamination or material designation. <clears throat> People are generally attached to various kinds of designation, the designations of family, society, country, occupation, wealth, position, and many others. As long as one is attached to such uh, designations, he is considered materially impure. The so-called leaders of men in the modern age are attached by national consciousness, but they do not know that such false consciousness is also another designation of the materially conditioned soul. <clears throat> one has to relinquish such designations before one can become eligible to go back to Godhead. Foolish people adore such men who die in national consciousness. But here is an example of Maharaj Yudhishthira, a royal king who prepared himself to leave this world without such national consciousness. And yet he is <coughs> remembered even today because he was a great pious king, almost on the same level with the personality of Godhead, Sri Rama. So, Prabhupada is making clear that Maharaj Yudhishthira is on the platform of Lord Ramchandra. And because people of the world were dominated by such pious kings, they were happy in all respects. And it was quite possible for such great emperors to rule the world. Om Ajnana Timirandasya Gyananjana Shalakaya Yakshurun Miletam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha. So, this is a very noble example of a great pure devotee. Not only Maharaj Yudhishthir, but all the five brothers, Pandavas, and also Draupati. All of them left the king, the kingdom of Hastinapur. They left, they gave up all the royal paraphernalia. So, we have to try to see it in the modern context and get some idea. Because there are many, uh, not royal kings, but many politicians ruling the world today. <clears throat> and what is their situation? So we have to consider from all different angles. Maharaj Yudhishthir is known as an ideal king and he is on the level of Lord Ramchandra. So, he had, with the help of his brothers, conquered all the countries of the whole earth planet. 
all the different kings were at his service. They were just ready to take his order. Whatever he wanted was being done all over the world. And what he wanted was what Lord Krishna wanted. Lord Krishna had the desire to see Maharaj Yudhishthira as the emperor of the world, ruling the whole world. But Maharaj Yudhishthira, he did not have any, even little bit of desire to rule over the whole earth planet. He had no interest from the very beginning. But because it was the order, it was the desire of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. He took that desire of the Lord as his own desire, as his own mission. He took it up with the help of Arjuna and Vimasen and uh, all the other, all the four brothers, Pandava brothers. They all, co- they all cooperated to fulfill the desire of the Supreme Personality of Godhead Krishna. Dharma Samsthapanarthaya. <clears throat> In order to establish the religion and to annihilate the miscreants and to protect the saintly personalities and devotees. So for this mission, Maharaj Yudhishthira took up this such a big responsibility to rule over the whole world. But personally he had zero, he had no interest whatsoever from the very beginning. Yet, because it was the desire of Lord Krishna, he was fully engaged in his duty. And he performed his duty so perfectly that even today he is considered as the best example of what a pious king should do. Starting from getting up in the morning all day and then going to bed in the evening. So if you study the life of Maharaj Yudhishthira and his activities, as the emperor of the world, you can see the noble character and you can adopt these wonderful qualities that he is exhibiting. But the whole thing changed when Lord Krishna decided to go back to Godhead, to his spiritual abode, Golok Vrindavan. So, in Dwarka, when Lord Krishna wound up his pastimes, then the whole thing changed. Now, Bhagavatam is describing three personalities, particularly as the Haridas, the real devotee of Lord Krishna, who are the three Haridas. So, of course, number one is Girirajji Govardhan. Giriraj Maharaj is considered as the 
best of all devotees, Haridas Varyam. And there are also two other personalities. So one is Uddhava, who is a friend and servant of Lord Krishna, personal servant and personal friend, minister, everything. Uddhava is also the cousin brother of Lord Krishna in Dwarka. He is always with Lord Krishna, so he is considered as also best devotee. And the third personality is Maharaj Yudhishthir. So the question can be asked, how the Giraj Maharaj Govardhan is the best Haridas? Because Giraj Maharaj is serving all the Brajavasis and fulfilling their desires, fulfilling their necessities, providing them with every, all the necessities of life, taking care of hundreds and thousands and millions of people, animals, cows, everybody. So naturally, he gets the title. Whoever is performing Vaishnava Seva, serving the devotees, he gets the title of best devotee. So naturally, Viraj Maharaj is getting the title of best devotee, Haridaswarya. But then, <clears throat> why is Yudhishthir Maharaj also considered as the best devotee of Krishna? The reason is here that even though he had no personal ambition, yet to fulfill the order of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, he dedicated his whole life and he even engaged in the Mahabharat Yuddha, the, the war, just to, so he can satisfy the desire of Lord Sri Krishna. And he agreed to fulfill all the duties and became the emperor of the world. But as soon as the Lord disappeared from the earth's planet, then he had no desire to remain as the emperor of the world. You can see. If you compare that with the politician of today, he has all the desires and he wants to carry on as the minister or prime minister or president as long as he can. <clears throat> so, there is a difference. Because they have personal agenda separate from the interest of the Lord. So therefore, they are not able to do any good to the society, to the people. And on the contrary, so many bad things happen in the society because of the personal agenda that a leader is caring for himself. So Prabhupada is giving the example of having the designations. 
national designations. So, because Maharaj Yudhishthir was free from all these desires of having a national designation, national identity, even though he was the emperor of the world, he only thought of himself as one identity. What was that identity? Jivar Swarupoy Nitya Krishna Das. I am Krishna Das. I am Hari Das. I am simply a servant of the Supreme Personality, Lord Krishna. I don't have any other identity. So, even when acting as the emperor of the world, he never thought himself as the emperor. But he thought that I am just carrying out the order of the Lord. He told me to become the emperor, so I am becoming the emperor. But when Lord Krishna left, Immediately he gave up his palace. His, he had all the opulences of the world. He had all the kings under his jurisdiction. He gave up everything. He gave up the ornaments he was wearing, the dress and the belt and the mukut and everything he gave up. And immediately he took up the the saffron loincloth. And his brothers also immediately, <clears throat> because Bhimsen could have said that now since you are retiring, you are going to Himalaya mountain. That's all right, but I did not become the emperor, so let me become the emperor. I am the next in line. No, Bhimsen didn't want. Arjuna, same thing. Arjuna could have been the next emperor in line, but he had no interest. Sahadev, Nakula, Draupadi, everybody gave up all the royal paraphernalia without anybody asking them, without anybody talking to them. They didn't talk to anybody. They immediately gave up everything they had. So, this is a very, very unique kind of example of detachment that they are living in the lap of luxury having hundreds and thousands of servants ministers armies everything they had at their disposal they had conquered the world but they gave up everything why because now lord krishna is personally not here on the earth planet, we cannot go and see him in Dwarka. He cannot come here to visit us. <clears throat> he came to save us in every situation. He personally came and helped us. Without the help of Lord Krishna, there was no question of winning the Mahabharat war. It was a very ferocious battle. And on the other side, opposite side, there were very, very mighty personal warriors like Bhishma Pitama. Grandfather Bhishma, nobody could conquer him. He was direct disciple of Parshuram. <clears throat> and he had all the weapons at his disposal, all the powerful weapons. 
he knew how to release them. Then Dronacharya, Guru Dronacharya also similarly, same thing, very powerful. Then Karna, then uh, there were so many, they are listed. <clears throat> Hundreds of very most powerful warriors in the world <clears throat> had gathered on the side of Duryodhan. And the size of his army was also double in size than the army of Yudhishthir Maharaj. Yudhishthir Maharaj, what he had gathered, was a, quite a small army compared to Duryodhan's army. And the warriors were also mighty, powerful. Duryodhan himself was also very powerful. <clears throat> so, there was practically speaking no chance of Yudhishthir Maharaj winning this war. So how did it happen? Because of the presence, personal presence of Lord Sri Krishna, Yudhishthir Maharaj was able to win the war. Of course, he had the help of Arjuna and Bhimsen. They were mighty warriors. But only two people, what they can do, they were only two most powerful people. But on the other side, there were so many. So the balance was on the other side. But because of the presence of Lord Krishna, the whole thing was reversed in the favor of Pandavas. So we can see Pandava brothers and Yudhishthir Maharaj, all of them, they knew this fact. And besides that, from the very childhood, they had depended on the mercy of Lord Krishna. And Arjuna, he had personal, very intimate friendship and love with Lord Krishna. He was a very dear friend. Both of them had spent many, many days together. So, this intimacy, friendship and service became so much, uh, uh, what you call, uh, deeply engraved in the consciousness of these five personalities that they could not imagine even living even for one more day on the earth planet without the presence of Lord Krishna. So this is the, yeah, uh, this is the real thing that we see here, that they gave up, why they gave up everything, why Yudhishthira Maharaj gave up the whole kingdom. He immediately enthroned uh, his grandson, Parikshit Maharaj, gave the kingdom to Parikshit Maharaj. He was a young boy. But Yudhishthira Maharaj did not think of anything. Now, he wants to also go back to Godhead. That's all. So sometimes we see that when the disciple is very attached to the spiritual master and the spiritual master leaves his body, goes back to Godhead, then the disciple also decides that I have no interest now 
so he goes into samadhi and he is constantly chanting hare krishna and he leaves his body he gives up eating and sleeping everything and he just is chanting and then he goes back to god there are examples like that but this is this kind of very uh, top most kind of detachment to this world and attachment to guru and krishna is seen very rarely it's not very common so what should we do when we are in a situation where we are trying to become devotees of lord krishna this is like the topmost example and therefore in this verse is described as nirmama nirahankara <clears throat> nirmama means i have nothing to do with this material body and everything that is related with this body idam na mama idam krishnasya idam na mama everything belongs to krishna so naturally my body my mind also belong to krishna it's not mine it's a property of lord krishna so that is called nirmama so in that situation the person does not think that i am american or indian or man or woman or this or that no he only thinks that i am servant of krishna and my body belongs to so when the body belongs to krishna then definitely the car belongs to krishna the house belongs to krishna the relatives belong to everything belongs to krishna because the maximum attachment is the bo- is with the body for the soul the soul is captured by body consciousness and everything else follows but when there is no body consciousness when the soul is thinking that my body also belongs to krishna then there is no question of anything else belonging to himself so that is called nirmama lord krishna says advaita sarva bhutanam in bhagavad gita 12:13 advaita means non envious this personality is totally non envious he is friendly to everybody maitra karuna evacha nirmamo nirahankara these two words if we understand nirmama means there is no bodily consciousness nirahankara means there is no ahankara there is no false ego so yudhishthir maharaj is free from false ego platform that i have some separate agenda from the plan of lord krishna lord krishna can have his own plan i have my own plan no that is called ahankara when i have some separate issue but when i am completely dedicated to the plan of the lord when i am completely dedicated to the plan of the spiritual master to the mission of the guru then that is called nirahankara so this is a very very important lesson we are learning from the example of yudhishthir maharaj that is nirmama nirahankara advaita samadukhakshami santushta satatam yogi yatatma dirnishchaya mayarpita manobuddhi krishna says his mana his mind and buddhi is totally dedicated 
into serving him, serving Krishna. There is no other agenda. Mayar Pita Manabuddhi. Yo Madh Bhakta, this kind of my devotee, Same Priya, he is very dear to me. So in 12th chapter, he is giving the qualifications of who is the pure devotee, who is very dear to Krishna. So in that description, Lord Krishna is summarizing these two words, Nirmama Nirahankara, which are repeated here in this verse, which we are trying to understand today out of this whole discussion, that how we can become Nirmama Nirahankara. So for us, Prabhupada is giving very simple solution. He says, just take up the mission of the Guru wholeheartedly and follow the Bhakti Yoga process. If you follow the Bhakti Yoga process that I have given you, Prabhupada says, and if you take up the mission wholeheartedly, then you will be able to chant very purely. Prabhupada says, if you want to chant Hare Krishna very purely, you just watch me, how I am chanting Hare Krishna. So Prabhupada was able to chant the holy name very purely. So he's teaching us by his example. And he says, he also gave another example of a baby crying for the mother. So with the same intensity when you chant and you call upon the Lord, when we are chanting Hare Krishna, we intensely are hankering for the help of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Then he definitely comes and helps. So, just like mother has natural attraction, love and affection for the baby. Similarly, Lord Krishna, he loves his devotees more than anything else in the world. So when we call upon Him from our, from the bottom of our heart, when we are chanting, we have to chant very sincerely and only our attention should be focused on Krishna, Radha and Krishna, nothing else. So that method is taught by Prabhupada, he is bringing the method that is taught by Lord Chaitanya originally. So, of course, Lord Chaitanya is the original guru in how to chant Hare Krishna. But Prabhupada, for us, he is teaching us. So, we can learn how to chant Hare Krishna by uh, the example of great devotees by following in their footsteps following in the footstep of Yudhishthira Maharaj, following in the footstep of Arjuna and all great devotees, then our Acharyas, the Guru Parampara and particularly Srila Prabhupada. So, <clears throat> automatically we can develop these noble qualities like Nirmama, Nirahankara, Advaita. Advaita is very important to become non-envious how we can become totally non-envious. So, that we can learn from the example of Yudhishthira Maharaj, Ajat Shatru. Even Duryodhan thought Yudhishthira Maharaj as his enemy, but Yudhishthira Maharaj always thought, he is my younger brother, he is not my enemy. 
युधिष्ठिर महाराज नेवर थॉट ऑफ एनीबडी एज इज एनिमी तो इज कॉल्ड अजात शत्रु हिज एनिमी इज नॉट इवन बोर्न अजात मीन्स नॉट बोर्न एवरीबडी ही इज फ्रेंडली टू एवरी वन ही वॉन्ट्स टू डू गुड फॉर एवरी वन एंड हाउ यू कैन डू गुड फॉर एवरी वन इफ यू सर्व होल हार्टेडली लॉर्ड कृष्णस लोटस फीट automatically you can do good to everybody the whole society everybody can become happy so therefore bhagavatam says yasya deve para bhakti yatha deve tatha guru tasya ita kathita yartha prakashanti mahatmana as much as you have attachment and love for lord krishna as much bhakti you have in your heart for Lord Krishna, same kind, same amount of bhakti and devotion and love and attachment you should have for Guru. Not that I love Krishna, but I don't love my Guru. No. Yasya Deva Para Bhakti. Then if you have this devotion and attachment for both Guru and Krishna, then automatically Bhagavatam Bhagavad Gita, Brahma Samhita, Vedas, Upanishad, Brahma Sutra. Everything is clear cut in your heart. Prakashanti Mahatmana. The knowledge comes automatically in your heart because you have 100% faith and deep attachment and love and devotion for Guru and Krishna. That is Srimad Bhagavatam. So, we see here example of Yudhishthir Maharaj as a great, uh, his last pastime. This is before he is going to Himalaya mountain with the Pandavas and Draupadi. And there they want to just finish their pastimes on the earth planet. So, Uh, this pastime is showing his vairagya his detachment to this world although when he was emperor that time he also he was detached but nobody could see that detachment so much because he is ruling over the whole world he is wearing all the nice dresses and he has the mukut and so many diamonds and jewels and and so many servants everything all the opulence is so people can say how you can say is detached look how much how much riches he has he is living in the lap of luxury he has everything at his disposal he is enjoying life to the max somebody can say like that so it was very hard to see his detachment he was not attached to any of these things he was only attached to one thing that i have to fulfill the order of lord krishna that's all i have to help lord krishna for dharma sansthapanar for establishing true religion true religion means krishna consciousness to establish krishna consciousness all over the world so that was but later on this now in this past time here only his detachment we can see because he gives up everything and he's walking out barefoot with a loin cloth saffron cloth 
सो दैट इज दैराग्य विद्या निज भक्ति योग शिक्षार्थमय कम पुरुष पुराण श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य शरीरधारी कृपा मुदी जस्त महाम प्रपद्ये इफ वी वॉन्ट टू हैव डिवेलप सम लिटिल डिटैचमेंट इन आवर हार्ट बिकॉज इट्स वेरी गुड इफ वी हैव सम इवन लिटिल डिटैचमेंट फ्रॉम द मटेरियल वर्ल्ड इट कैन हेल्प अस अलॉट सो वी कैन प्रे टू द हाइएस्ट पर्सनैलिटी हु इज शोइंग द हाइएस्ट एग्जाम्पल ऑफ डिटैचमेंट हु इज दैट लॉर्ड चैतन्य महाप्रभु वैराग्य विद्या ही शोइंग द वैराग्य विद्या निज भक्ति योगा एंड इज ऑल्सो शोइंग द भक्ति योगा हाउ टू परफॉर्म भक्ति योगा शिक्षार्थ में कम पुरुष पुराण यू आर द आदि पुरुष यू आर द ओरिजिन ऑफ एवरीथिंग यू आर कृष्ण हिमसेल्फ बट यू हैव बिकम अ टीचर एंड यू आर टीचिंग द वर्ल्ड सो आई एम ऑल्सो एक्सेप्टिंग यू एज माई टीचर दैट इज द प्रेयर हियर शिक्षार्थ में कम पुरुष पुराण श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य शरीरधारी कृपा बुद्धि जस्तमाम प्रपद You are Kripam Budi means you are ocean of mercy. So because you are so much merciful, so therefore even though I am not qualified, I can request you. So uh, Kripam Budi just now, and I am taking full shelter at your lotus feet. Kripam Budi just now, Ham Prapadde. So when we pray to Lord Chitra Mahaprabhu, then we get to know what is the real. vairagya what is real detachment and how these great personalities are exhibiting so we see this detachment in uh, so many different examples uh, for the best example for us is of course shri prabhupada then there is the example of gorkishor baba ji maharaj he is showing vairagya vidya also in a very utmost sense that he was not attached to anything in this world not even cloth or some pot or some dhoti or kurta or anything nothing what what to speak of a living place a residence he did not even have a residence he did not even have a hut so he was totally like completely aloof and not concerned about anything in this world not even his own necessities he was not concerned he was only absorbed in chanting the hari krishna mahamantra whoever came he said sit down with me chant with me chant hari krishna that's all he did so we see this utmost example in our guru parampara jagannath das baba ji maharaj was also like that fully detached and showing that example of detachment so when we study their life life uh different details about their life then we develop some little detachment to this world it's very important to gradually become detached from this material world and becoming attached to the spiritual world to become attached to krishna to become attached to devotees to become attached to uh guru maharaj to become attached to bhagavatam bhagavad gita all these things bring so much good fortune in our life so therefore uh, this example that we are studying today yudhishthir maharaj he can teach us uh, 
Yudhishthir Maharaj, he can teach us a lot if we want to learn it. So I'll stop here. If you have any questions, if you have any comments, you like to throw some light on this particular pastime. You want to uh, maybe mention one thing that I like this thing from today's discussion that uh, I like this one thing about Yudhishthira Maharaj or I, I don't like him. Whatever comment you want to make, you can say. If you like him, you can say, yes, I like him. If you say, I don't like this kind of idea of detachment, it doesn't suit me, it's not suitable for me. Because in America, if you go and you go out in public and you say, people will say, what is this? Detachment. We want to go to party, we want to have at least one beer, we want to have something to enjoy, enjoy life. So then, you know, it's a different kind of, so they have a different idea. Then, Nirmamani Rahankara, now another example is Ravan. Ravan, if you mention to him, Nirahankara, he say, what is this? Garbage. I own the whole world. I am the God. What do you mean? I have all the demigods under my control. They are my servants. What are you talking? So, you know, they are totally in ahankar. Uh, Hiranyakashipu, same thing. He was claiming everything. And he was harassing all the nice, good people, saintly persons, devotees, sages. And he was totally... He was totally absorbed in ahankar, that I own everything. I'm the master of all I survey. So, uh, those are uh, other kind of examples. <clears throat> so now, what is your point of view, Prabhus? You can say one thing, or two things, whatever you like to say. What is What is your take on this? Let's hear. Here, take this one. Take it. You can speak in this microphone. It's available. Is it working? Take this. So my question is, um, now that we've come to ISKCON society, and as this society 50 years on, as a great, 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 so much opulence is there. And uh, my question is, how can we avoid falling into the pitfall of becoming so comfortable in all the opulences that this movement has presented that we lose sight of the real goal and mission? I know they join ISKCON society because they think that they serve very nice prashadam. ISKCON has so many nice prashadam. So we like ISKCON. Some people come for prashadam or whatever. Some people see the society is very opulent, has temples all over the world, everywhere. So you can travel, you can have nice time in different temples, Los Angeles, Dallas, Texas, Houston, New York, Chicago, Detroit, you name it. So many in America, so many in Russia, so many in India, everywhere. You go Australia, Japan, 
anywhere you go, any country, you find nice Iskon temples, nice restaurants, nice prashadam, and a good lifestyle. So your question is that how can we develop detachment? In spite of all the luxuries that we get in Iskan, actually all the luxuries are by the mercy of Srila Prabhupada. He created the framework of Iskan as a luxurious society. He wanted Iskan to be spread all over the world, not as a poor man's society, but as a very, very good society, very all classes of people from all over the world can come and feel at ease. That was his idea. That a rich man comes, he should feel comfortable. Poor man comes, he should feel comfortable. Everybody, whoever comes, walk, walks inside an Iskan temple, he should feel comfortable. And he should see very happy devotees. The devotees should not be morose or should be in anxiety or thinking that I lack something. Because if you are with Krishna, if you are living with Krishna, if you are living in the house of Krishna, how can you be lacking something? You are eating the same food Krishna is eating. And you have so many wonderful opportunities with Krishna and with devotees. So devotee cannot be morose, cannot be in anxiety, cannot be in trouble. He's just a happy personality. He's enjoying life with Krishna, basically. Now, at the same time, devotee is also working hard for Krishna. Just like if you study the life of Pandavas, Yudhishthira Maharaj and Pandavas and Draupadi Mataji, they are, even though they have such a luxurious life, but they are busy from morning to evening working hard. They don't have even one moment of free time. They are so busy. So, this is also another quality of a devotee that Prabhupada insisted upon. That you live luxuriously, happily, but also you remain busy in serving Krishna. He did not like the lazy uh, laziness. He did not, he at all... Uh, propagate that, that that spiritual society means lazy man's society. No, he did not like that idea. He said that every devotee should be working at full capacity. So that was his idea, to create the Iskand society as a very luxurious temples, very beautiful temples, very high class deity worship, high-class Sankirtan, high-class books, high-class book distribution, everything number one quality he wanted. So for that devotees, they have to work hard and, you know, make plans and execute them to make Prabhupada happy. So when you are doing that, there is no question of being, becoming attracted to something else. You don't have time. You don't have time to be coming attracted to oh, this luxury, that luxury. Not at all. Just like if you go in the spiritual world and go Lokdam Vrindavan, it's all luxurious, everything is there. 
but nobody is thinking I should enjoy this or I should enjoy that. No, everybody is thinking how I can serve Krishna better. That's all. So it is a question of consciousness. Luxurious society, yes, but it is meant for the glorification of the Lord. And when devotees are engagedfully busy in glorifying the Lord or helping in the glorification, helping in serving the Lord, then they have no time that I have something to enjoy myself. In the beginning, some devotees may have that idea that, you know, that's okay. When the person comes from the material world, he has the idea that I want to enjoy everything. The whole world is for my enjoyment. So he comes with that idea in the society. Gradually, he studies, he's trained, and he gets the idea that the whole world is not for my enjoyment. The more I try to enjoy, more I'll be punished by material, Maya Devi. Material energy will kick me till I understand the right thing. So there's no point in trying to enjoy the material world. So he gives up this idea of enjoying the material world and he takes the idea of engaging the material world in Krishna's service. The material world and the spiritual world, everything is for the, for the service of Lord Krishna. It's for the enjoyment of Lord Krishna. It's not for my enjoyment. I'm just a small part and parcel of Krishna, servant of Krishna, and my enjoyment comes by service to Krishna. So when that idea takes root in his heart, he does not see all the things for his personal enjoyment, but he thinks that how I can put this in Krishna's service. How Krishna can enjoy this thing. So it's all about perspective. So devotees, they make progress gradually and they come to the right conclusion. Finally, at one point, they understand. Because, you know, sometimes devotees even may have to go through stages and they may have to get the kicks from material energy. Because every time the devotee thinks, oh, let me enjoy this little bit. Nobody's watching. I'll enjoy. But Maya Devi is watching. Nobody else... Nobody else is watching, but material energy is watching you. And there are so many other demigods are also watching you. So every time there are witnesses are there. So every time the devotee tries to enjoy the material energy, she says, that's very nice. Now I'll kick you. Come and try to enjoy me. Come here. And then she kicks him. So, <laughs> so in the beginning, a lot of devotees, they complain that why... We have become devotees, but why we have so many problems? Well, you have to change the perspective. <laughs> the perspective has to be right. Whatever your mind's idea is, is going to go accordingly. If your mind's idea is to cheat somebody, then you may be punished. If your mind's idea is to steal something, then also you may get punishment. So, <clears throat> Krishna says, don't bother about all these things. It's not going to work for you. Just try to focus on how you can serve me nicely. And you learn it from the bona fide spiritual master. 
the bona fide spiritual master has zero desire to enjoy this world. He has no desire to enjoy. Yudhishthira Maharaj, he was emperor of the whole world. He had no desire to enjoy the whole world. He had no desire, even though he was the emperor. So we can learn from these great examples that uh, Prabhupada had so many facilities, so much of money coming in, everything was there. But Prabhupada never thought, this belongs to me. He was always, every penny that came, he was engaging in Krishna's service. He used it in Krish- immediately. He used it in Krishna's service. All the resources, all the money, everything he used, he immediately engaged in Krishna's service. So, when the devotee gets the right perspective, then he doesn't get kicked by the material energy. But when he has the wrong perspective, surely he gets so many times kicked and he's wondering, why am I getting the kick? What did I do wrong? And he doesn't see something wrong in himself, so he tries to find the wrong with the next person. You kicked me. I think you are the bad guy. <laughs> so, so anyway, uh, we, we have to gradually give up the idea, wrong idea, and take up the right idea. All right? Thank you, Prabhu. Srimad Bhagavatam ki jai. Srila Prabhupad ki jai. Hare Krishna. Vancha Kalpata Rupesha. Kripa Sindhu. Bhatidha Nam Pavanet. Vaishnav Devanam.